My name is Kay Bershinsky. And my name is Logan Swaney. And we are going to be talking about the book Bean Tea and comparing it to themes that we have seen in other books. So Bean Tea is a book about basically an African girl who is going off to college in space. Along the way, she has to deal with growing up and leaving her family, a war, discrimination, and taking risks. Basically, in the book, when she leaves, she is an outsider in a culture that's made up of a species called the Kush, which I always imagined to be, you know, the white people. And she's caught in between a war of the Kush and a, um, a jellyfish-like species, forgetting the name of what it's called, but they're basically jellyfish. And throughout the book, her entire ship is slaughtered. And so she has to deal with the fact that only she and the pilot remain, and they can be killed at any second. Towards the end of the book, she figures out how to work a device that she has, which gives her the ability to talk to the jellyfish people. And she actually ends up becoming an ambassador for them, basically becoming part jellyfish herself. And you know, like any other book, has an happy ending. So whenever I first read Binti, for some reason the first book that I compared it to was The Hobbit. Because in The Hobbit, Bilbo Baggins, a hobbit who, are, the hobbits are known for living in their homes and staying there the entire life. Which it kind of talks about how the tribe that Binti is from is the same way. But in The Hobbit, he decides to take the risk, leave his home, and try to take on an adventure. And he ends up being one of the best experiences of his life, and he learns about a lot about the world that he did not previously know. And the same way, Binti does the same. If she had stayed at home, she would have only experienced a small amount of the world and never seen what was out there, like she does whenever that she goes off to space and meets this race of aliens that she didn't even know existed before. On his adventure, Bilbo meets orcs, goblins, elves, and many other creatures he had not previously encountered. And as he goes on this adventure, he learns many things about them, some of them being good and some of them being bad. So in Bean Tea, the relationship between the Kush and the jellyfish people is extremely complicated. So in the past, the, uh, the Kush species, they invaded the jellyfish's homeland and they cut off the stinger of their chief and they put it in a museum to study it, you know, like a, like a war trophy and understand the biology of the jellyfish people. But the jellyfish people became enraged by that because they wanted their king Stinger back. And so a war starts between them and the jellyfish people are what I would call noble savages because they're killing the Kush to invade the, uh, sneak upon the Kush's homeland so that way they can get their king stinger back. So basically what you're saying by describing them as noble savages is that they have a reason behind what they're doing 
It's just that the way they are doing it is not exactly the best way to do it. There's a similar theme in The Hobbit, with a certain gemstone being hidden in the mountain that the dwarves are attempting to reclaim, but the humans that previously lived in that town want for themselves. They want the gold and all the riches inside the mountain for themselves. And they end up in a war over it. The war is a result of the dwarves' pride over the riches that their ancestors had built up for themselves, the same way that the jellyfish people felt like that the stinger should be in their possession as it was their leaders, and it should not be in the possession of their enemies who currently have it. So moving on, the next book we're going to talk about is The Way of Kings and The Words of Radiance, both by the same author. Um, the theme that we're comparing it to Bean Tea is war. So basically, in the Stormlight Archive, there is a war going on between the humans and the Parshmen over creatures' hearts. Because in the creatures' hearts, they have something called a gemstone, which is extremely valuable and brings a lot of money to whichever side wins it. The war in that book series is between the Parshmen and the humans, two races of people that do not get along at all due to their constant warfare. In the book Binti, there's a quote that says, he was always calling them evil. Though he never traveled to a Kush country or known a Kush, his anger was rightful, but all he said was from what he truly did not know. And this shows that despite the fact that the two groups hate each other, they do so blindly, not actually knowing much of anything about the other race of people. That is shown throughout the book of Binti and the Words of Radiance, whereas in the Words of Radiance, they hate each other because they are constantly killing each other over a monetary source that source of income for the people. So they see the other race of people as holding back their economy and trying to hurt them. So in both books, the main characters are changed in some way. In Binti, Binti becomes a half jellyfish with her hair turning to like tentacles. And in The Way of Kings, Words of Radiance, one of the main characters, Culloden, ends up becoming something known as a windrunner throughout the book. And the other main character, Shallan, ends up becoming a soulcaster. So these changes that the main characters have to overcome is a challenge for them and they have to learn how they're supposed to live their lives now like this, which is a part of them starting to grow up. Moving on to a topic that we can relate more is comparing how BT is leaving home for college to the way that we're gonna be leaving home for college after next year. In the book, Binti is nervous to leave home and what she's used to, and also is worried about leaving her family and about what it's gonna be like on her own when she goes off to college. And we both feel the same way about going to college to some degree. But in the book, Binti says, I believed I could only be great if I were curious enough to seek greatness. So in my personal opinion of why I wanna to go to college, besides making money and supporting my family, 
is I have a, um, a dream that I've wanted to follow since childhood, which has to do with uh, law enforcement. And so because of that, I am driving myself so that way I can prepare myself for college so I get a degree which will help me to achieve that dream in the future. In comparison, Binti is going to college because she's, uh, she's smart at math. And within the book, it talks about how she is extremely skilled when it comes to math due to the fact that she can like see equations in her eyes or whatever it's kind of weird but in comparison to me while well, I'm having to try really hard to get into a good college and go on to the career path I want to go on Beansy just has it pretty easily just being accepted into college on her first go-around. Personally, I have not figured out exactly what I want to do when I go into college, but as we see in Beanty, you have to be able to be flexible and adapt to the situation as Beanty does whenever her ship gets attacked. She's able to make contact with the... Okay, so with the jellyfish people, she's able to negotiate some form of peace between them. Although the tension is not completely gone, there's not all-out warfare, which essentially fulfills her goals of becoming great, because as it's pretty obvious, being able to stop a war like that is quite the accomplishment. Yeah, so essentially, even though she that's not how what she planned on doing at first to become great, she still ended up wherever life led her. Okay, as we're nearing the end of the podcast. To summarize, some of the key themes we felt were present throughout the book Beanty include growing up, war, and taking risk and leaving normality. And a lot of those themes are represented in other books that, as we talk about throughout this podcast.